and gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Your inside look into combat sports, now in its 31st year. Ring Talk is brought to you by the World Boxing Association. But I'm very impressed uh, with you, Pedro. And ringtalk.com. Visit it now online. If I can't teach you one way, I'll teach you another. But I'm going to get the job done. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in radio and Internet history. He has a nice smile. Pedro Fernandez. Well, I'm here to talk to my lawyer on that one. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos. Ladies and gentlemen, check it. You're tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. I am Pedro Fernandez, the undefeated, undisputed heavyweight champion of the radio is having defended that title off for better than 31 years. And straight up today, we're talking heavyweight championship, Deontay Wilder, defending a portion at the WBC version, the world of Bunko and Chicanery. They are the sanctioning body out of Mexico City, sanctioning that fight last night, of course, on NBC. Free TV, part of Al Heyman and Premier Boxing Champions, part of their uh, delve into the future. They want to control the sport. They think that by having the heavyweight champion, they can do that. And they think that Wilder, they're betting a lot of money on Wilder. Six foot seven out of Alabama, 2008 Olympic gold medalist. Good fighter. I mean, as far as offensively is concerned, I mean, defensively, when people are throwing back at him, he doesn't look like the greatest guy in the world. But he's young as far as a fighter's concerned, even though he's advanced in age. I mean, he really hasn't had that many fights. Not a big amateur background, didn't have a whole lot of amateur fights, although he did win that 2008 Olympic bronze medal. Of course, the real heavyweight, we talk about it, about him almost every week, is Anthony Joshua, the guy out of uh, England, 2012. Olympic gold medalist, undefeated now, 14-0, I think, 14 wax. He is the real deal. He will be the heir apparent to Vladimir Klitschko, of course, defending that title in just a few days, uh, next month, I mean, against uh, Tyson Fury, 6'7", six 6'7", seven, six seven. both guys 6'7". Some's got a fall there. You know what you hear uh, when you tune into that fight, right? Timber! Somebody's falling. Six foot seven. Tyson Fury got a soft head. Not a soft jaw. Soft head. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Open phone lines coast to coast. 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. The Skype line is happening as well. The address, Sports Byline and the number two. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, and the American Forces Network. Hi, fantasy players. I'm Herman Moore, All-Pro Wide Receiver, with some fantasy tips on how you can pick a winning roster this weekend by using some of the tips that I actually use to play. I look at three things. A consistent quarterback with reliable wide receivers, running backs that are the core to their offensive attack, and then matchups, team strengths versus their opponent's weaknesses. Those are my winning keys to picking a great roster. Okay, raise your hand if you made any money this weekend playing fantasy football. I made money this weekend playing fantasy football on FanDuel. Hi, this is Herman Moore, All-Pro Wide Receiver, letting you know you can win money this weekend playing fantasy football on FanDuel. Just pick your players, stay under the cap, and watch your team win. Games start as low as $1. Come on, y'all, $1. Visit FanDuel.com to get started. Use the code HERM, H-E-R-M. That's FanDuel.com, code HERM. FanDuel.com, code HERM. FanDuel.com, where every day is a new season. (laughs) 
Hey, why are you guys tailgating in the parking lot? Because Kmart and Sears are giving Shop Your Way members surprise points that are valid until September 30th. So we're waiting for them to open. Wait, what? Yeah, dude. Go check your account at shopyourway.com. I just got my surprise points. Yes! You should use your points towards items like a fall jacket or a cooler. Yes! You want a hot dog? Yes! You want to hear some guy read legal? Yes! Amount of points awarded based on membership status and other factors. Ask to redeem your points at checkout. See shopyourway.com for details. Don't complain about your cable bill going up and up and up. Do something about it. Grab a pencil and jot down this special number. Call 877-499-MY-TV. The more cable TV rates go up, the better digital satellite TV looks. So cancel the cable and get more of your favorite channels in 100% digital quality for less money. Call 877-499-MY-TV. Right now, to sign up for packages starting as low as $24.99 and there's no equipment to buy. You get free HD TV upgrade, a free DVR upgrade, and free professional professional installation you control what you watch when you watch it record your favorite shows pause and rewind live tv even skip the commercials watch local channels too at just $24.99 what are you waiting for pull out your major credit or debit card call 877-499-MY-TV that's 877-499-MY-TV cancel the cable cut costs and get more call now 877-499-MY-TV that's 877-499-MY-TV We paid less for our Craftmatic today than we did 20 years ago. If you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and free information on today's Craftmatic adjustable beds. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Discover Craftmatic for less, up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Call 1-800-414-1051. That's 1-800-414-1051. 1-800-414-1051. Call now. Come on, sit down. Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. But he has a shock in store for him. He has two great chances, Slim and none, and Slim's out of town. The tune is entitled, The Little Knowledge is a Dangerous Thing. If you listen to this show, you'll probably acquire just a little knowledge, and that is dangerous. You are tuned to... Ring Talk Live Worldwide, 31-plus years in the making, 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. Often imitated, but uh, unfortunately for the imitators, 
never duplicated. You are tuned to the longest-running fight show in history, Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Wow, Vladimir Klitschko uh, throwing, you know, throwing a little shot, throwing some shots over at Vlad- at, uh, at uh, Deontay Wilder, of course, the reigning WBC title holder. I mentioned him in the first segment, the Open, of course, the WBC guy out of Alabama now, like 34-0, and 33 knockouts. Good fighter, no question about it. Offensively, I mean, I think he's a great offensive fighter. I don't know what he can do defensively yet, because when you've got guys like Vladimir Klitschko banging back on you at six foot seven with that hard jab and the way he's able to put that jab in there and sometimes force some right hands, I mean, Klitschko's a, a force to be reckoned with. I mean, I wouldn't want to fight him. Larry Holmes said he'd fight him any day of the week. Larry's got no problem fighting Klitschko. He said, Pedro, it's not a problem for me. I'd be able to move around him. I'd pot shot him. I'd, I'd be. I do this. I do that. And that's why I think like Larry, if not, is the greatest heavyweight of all time. Is probably the top three heavyweights of all time because not too many guys could have fought in any era and won in any era. And I think Larry Holmes could have won in any era. Could Muhammad Ali have beaten these guys at 270 pounds? Larry Holmes was a little bigger than Muhammad Ali, and Ali was uh, a, a a little bit a, a lot older than Larry Holmes. Of course, if you watch some of the fights. Uh, some of the sparring in some of the movies called like Brain, Skill, and Guts is one of the movies out on Muhammad Ali that was done by the late Jim Jacobs. Of course, he was the co-manager on Mike Tyson along with Bill Caton. Man, both those guys have uh, passed on. They had Edwin Rosario. They had some good fighters. Anyway, Jim Jacobs, he did this bra- uh, movie called Brain, Skill, and Guts. And you got to watch Ali at different points in his career early on, the middle of his career, and towards the end of the career, around the, the foreman fight, before the... Uh, before the thrill in Manila in 1975, it was talking about, you know, life up until the Foreman fight. And it really showed the struggles he went through to come back at that age. I mean, he was an old man. When you're old and you're trying to do things, when you're, people just don't realize it until you get there. I mean, the youngsters look at me and say, hey, you can still fight, right, can't you? Why, because I look like I can? <laughs> that's all I can do is look like I can. Really can't fight, okay? I mean, that's just the bottom line. When you get old, you can't do things. Muhammad Ali got old. He got old overnight in that three-and-a-half-year Layoff, of course, which is induced by his refusal to uh, enter the uh, draft and go off to Vietnam. Actually, he wasn't going to go to Vietnam. They were going to make him like a spokesperson, you know, like have him go around and talk to the troops and say, yeah, you know, go over to Vietnam and die. And he wouldn't do it. That that was the whole rap on it. They weren't going to put him in action. He wasn't going to get killed or anything like that. He wasn't going to get maimed. He wasn't going in the, the middle of battle. They wanted him to be a spokesperson. He just wouldn't want to do it. He said, I'm not going to lead other young men to die. Anyway, when I look back at Ali and I look at the current stature, uh, current field of heavyweight champions, okay, I think that Larry Holmes could have dealt with him a lot easier than Muhammad Ali could. Ali didn't punch hard enough. I think that Holmes had a little bit more snap on his punches, both the jab and the right hand, a little bit more on it. And, of course, on occasion, these guys would throw left hooks. But if you throw it, look at the careers of both of them, the Eastern Assassin and Muhammad Ali. They didn't throw too many left hooks, didn't throw too many hooks. Ali did. A little early on. I mean, Deontay Wilder tries to at six foot seven, and when he does, when he goes into combination mode, he gets a little sloppy. As do a lot of guys that try to fight like a welterweight when they're six foot seven. Ask Vladimir Klitschko. That's why he had to go back to this uh, style that a lot of people consider boring, but is very effective. He hasn't lost. It's like what March two thousand four since Lehman Brewster. I mean, wow, he got whacked by Brewster. Hasn't lost since then. Did get knocked down, I believe, one time against Devera Williamson. Uh, and that was in the fight after the Klitschko fight. I think that after the uh, Brewster fight, I think it was the first fight ever with Emmanuel Stewart in his corner. I'm, I think so. I think it was. Anyway, Stewart had him, and, and he got knocked down in that one fight. But Stewart put him together 
and he molded him into such a fighter to which he's six foot seven, and you're not going to hit him on the chin because he's not going to put his chin out there anymore, and he's not going to get hit with these wild shots. He's not going to really get involved in these wild exchanges. He's going to dictate the pace, being six foot seven and using that jab, that jab and that right hand. Okay, and he does it. He does it well. Hasn't lost a set since what eleven years, almost twelve years. Got to give the guy props. But Deontay Wilder's knocking on the door. He wants to make some noise. But as I said, Wilder, even if he were to beat Klitschko, is probably not going to beat Anthony Joshua. I don't think he's going to beat Klitschko. I think when the, uh, Wilder was saying that the sooner the fight happens, the the uh, the more edge that he's got because he's a younger guy and that kind of stuff. I don't know. I really don't. I mean, he, he hasn't got that many, how can I put this? He hasn't got that many good fights under his belt. He hasn't been in there when really the pressure's on. I mean, 2008 Olympic bronze medal, a little bit difference of being the world heavyweight champion defending at home in Alabama a couple of times, okay? I mean, outside of Alabama, you know, not too many people know who Deontay Wilder is, but he's the guy that Al Heyman is betting a lot of that $400 million. Of course, he's gotten investments. He's putting together these premier boxing champion cards. Of course, they're airing on NBC. It was on NBC yesterday. Uh, last night, it was 8.30 p.m. Eastern time. That's prime time. Saturday night, it's 5.30 on the West Coast. Great time, great fight. We'll talk about the results in a minute. But the bottom line is Al Heyman put this card together. He's putting other cards together on Bounce TV. They had a card last week. Fox 2 uh, is having the Tuesday night fights. Of course, that's just a, 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 a ripoff. I don't say it's a ripoff. Listen, Al Heyman reminds me of the Japanese. And what do I mean by that? The Japanese really didn't do invent anything, but they just do things better than we do. Bobby Slayton says his best, you know, like the car. I mean, you don't see a 75 Ford Mustang uh, driving around, but you might see a 75 a Honda Civic. if They made them then. Anyway, you, tra- you know what I'm trying to say. Anyway, uh, Bobby talked about that and, and how, how Japan just does things better. And Al Heyman, all he's doing is going back and picking up some of the old pieces. I mean, Tuesday Night Fights on USA Cable used to draw great numbers in excess of three-quarters of a million viewers. That was good at that point in time. I mean, USA Cable, they were ecstatic with the numbers. Sean O'Grady, Al Albert calling the fights. They went to diff- different venues around the country. Occasionally, they went outside the country. But for the most part, Tuesday Night Fights aired at 9 p.m. on the East Coast, and six, which was 6 o'clock out here. But you have to watch them delayed because they didn't have all this Internet stuff back then. Um, at 9 p.m. on the West Coast. So you couldn't answer your phone. You couldn't answer the uh, the, listen to the answering machine because guys would blow the fights here, especially like the late Johnny Boz. He'd call you go, oh, man, did you see so-and-so got, no, man. You know, you don't want to see a fight after you hear that, right? So you didn't answer the phone. It was a night of anticipation. I mean, Tuesday nights was the Tuesday night fights where they kicked butt. They just did. They were a perfect timing. Then, of course, USA Cable hired this chick, and she was the new CEO or ever the, the chief operating officer, something like that. And she said, nah, poo-poo on boxing. I really don't want boxing in my so boxing went away. It was a winner, both as far as the sponsors were concerned, as far as the numbers were concerned, as far as the fights were concerned. It was a winner, a stone-cold winner. And some chick came in and said, enough. So now, of course, Al Heyman, realizing the Tuesday Night Theory works, coming back with Tuesday Night on Fox Sports. So that's pretty good. So give him some props. They're going every Tuesday. Austin Trout's been one of the fights. Of course, Austin Trout, the former world champion at 154 pounds, on a four-fight winning streak, I think. We'll try to get him on the show in the next couple of weeks. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. We'll talk about Deontay Wilder's win on NBC television. Huh. Johan Duhapis, you'll never hear of this guy again, will you? You really won't. I mean, if you look up Deontay Wilder's record later in life, maybe. But the bottom line is, Jack Reese saved this guy's life in the 11th round. Jack Reese being the 
great referee out of the city of Angels, L.A. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. A little only so much oil on the ground. My gas the other day was 247. Kicking ass, 247. In California, it used to play like 490. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Are you struggling with addiction or alcohol problems? If you're depressed, drinking, and using drugs, you may need help. And your insurance may offer coverage. I knew I could get myself out of this. I just needed some hope and some help. I took the first step to recovery when I made the call. Call the Addiction Hope and Helpline now for a free assessment with someone who cares. Call 800-521-3214. 800-521-3214. I feel like I'm losing control. I'm afraid I'll lose my job or even my family. Call now for hope and help with proven gentle recovery programs. I never thought that I could be somebody who didn't drink and use drugs. I'm in recovery, getting the help I need. Call the Addiction Hope and Helpline now for a free assessment with someone who cares. Call 800-521-3214. 800-521-3214. Attention catheter users. Stop reusing dirty catheters. Catheters are now disposable. Recent changes in Medicare now allow patients up to 200 disposable catheters a month. All at little or no cost to you. We bill Medicare. Put an end to the mess and risk of infection by using old catheters. Just use a catheter once and throw it away. Eliminate trips to the pharmacy and insurance paperwork. Shipping is free. Receive a free catheter sample by calling and joining Medical Direct Club right now. Call 1-800-399-9018 to receive your free catheter sample discreetly delivered right to your door. That's 1-800-399-9018. 1-800-399-9018. Call 1-800-399-9018 today. Deductibles and copays apply. Free catheter samples require qualified membership. Sample will arrive with 90-day order. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California. Dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. See, I'll tell you what the trouble is. You see, I'm a southpaw. It's a southpaw. Oh, southpaw means you're left-handed, and southpaw throws your timing off, you see? Other guys, throws their timing off, makes them look awkward, nobody wants to look awkward. You know where southpaw came from? I'll tell you, a long time ago, there was this guy, maybe a couple hundred years ago, he was fighting in the, uh, he was fighting around, I think it was around Philadelphia, and his arm, he was left-handed, his arm was facing towards New Jersey, you see? And that's south, so naturally they call him southpaw. 
You see? Southpaw, South Jersey, South Camden, Southpaw. You know what I mean? Can I ask you a question? Absolutely. Why do you want to fight? Because I can't sing or dance. Hey, yo. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Last night, man, these, uh, wow, took us back in time, 1975, the class of 1975 held their 40th anniversary or their 40th um, reunion, whatever you want to call it, 40 years later. Um, class looked good. I got to give them props. They all looked pretty good. Some people came as far as way from the east, as came as far from the east coast and, and Seattle and things like that. And it was an expense, but we thanked them all and it was great to see everybody. And we'll talk about that. Uh, on another edition of Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Actually, we'll do a podcast on that. This is your inside look at the world of boxing and MMA. Speaking of MMA, we'll switch gears in hour number two, the forthcoming hour on many of these Sports Byline affiliates, of course, live on Sports Byline and iHeartRadio as well. The Sirius XM Satellite Radio will talk mixed martial arts. Of course, Josh Barnett and Roy Big Country Nelson hooking it up inside Tama Japan USC Fight Night, returning to the, the air, put it this way, that's where Pride, the Pride Fighting Championships, they kicked axe in that 70s, 80s, and 90s. I mean, they were the stuff over there. They were really the, the premier uh, league as far as MMA is concerned. Of course, the UFC bought them up after the, uh, the Yakuza got involved. And, of course, the Yakuza being the Japanese mafia scared a few people. But now it looks like the uh, – we'll talk about that in hour and two. But it looks like Pride's coming back, or at least the element of Pride – with Fedor Emelianenko on New Year's Eve. That'll be part of a Bellator co-promotion on Spike TV. We'll talk about that in hour number two. Julia Michaels, kid that's been on the show in the past, 154-pounder out of the city of brotherly love, continues to win. Uh, I mean, he, he just continues winning. win. He looks really, really good. He was winning on this Fox Sports 1 part this past uh, Tuesday night, September 22nd. Give him some props. We'll get him on the show. He's trained by the red man, Stephen Edwards, of course, also south of Philadelphia. These guys are really good guys, classy guys. I mean, Edwards is one of those most articulate men I've ever met in my life. He can articulate anything. You talk about, like, art, politics, you name it, common culture, and it just ain't happening. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing. As I said, NBC did their thing with Johan Duhapas getting chopped down in 11 rounds yesterday. Of course, Deontay Wilder, the reigning WBC champion, Still undefeated now, 34 and 0, 33 knockouts. Gotta got give him some props. I mean, he's six foot seven. He's just pounding on guys. So don't, you know, he's just pounding on guys. He really is. He's just pounding on them. I mean, like salt. So it's not really a big thing anymore uh, when you've got a six foot seven guy pounding on a guy that's smaller than him, okay? Although uh, Duhapas, I believe, out of France, came in at six foot five, so he wasn't that much smaller. But when you've got a height advantage and you can punch with power, and you got some long arms, guess what? You're probably going to win a lot of fights until you get caught, until you fight a guy that's equal to your size, until you fight a guy that's willing to throw back and throw back with bad intentions. A guy that can take that shot, can duck that shot, can slip that shot. See, nobody's going to be able to duck it, slip it, or, or, or get around it. I'm talking about that long right hand of Deontay Wilder since uh, Wilder's turned pro. I mean, Bermain Severn, of course, the guy out of Haiti, the WBC champion for a minute. He tried to. Put up a good fight, but he didn't believe in the kid's power. He had that that uh, that lame strategy a lot of guys had when they fought Felix Trinidad. Oh, he's like, you know, he's only a welterweight. He's only a welterweight. I'm not worried about him. Well, at 160, he could crack. I'm talking about Trinidad. Not crack against the upper echelon guys like uh, 
like Bernard Hopkins, but he beat William Joppy. <clears throat> I mean, silenced Joppy. Joppy went in there, walked right in, walked right across the ring, had no respect for Trinidad, and got chopped down in like less than three or four rounds. You cannot disrespect power. And Deontay Wilder's got power. Of course, Klitschko, I think, has got power as well. Klitschko's got the advantage as far as experience concerned. We're talking about, you know, <clears throat> big-time fights. And this big-time fight experience, you don't get that, I think, fighting in Alabama. You're just not going to get it. You're not going to get it fighting in, L- in L.A., the StubHub Arena. You're just not, it's not going to happen, okay? Um, when you step into the garden, when there's a buzz about, when, when you're involved in a fight where you're doubting yourself, you're really not doubting yourself, per se, because you always believe in yourself as a fighter. At least you should. You believe you're going to win every fight. But you have to allow this, this this uh this implausibility or this impossible thing to enter your mind a little bit to stimulate you and that is defeat humiliation getting drilled possibly getting knocked out ah fear is the greatest motivating factor ask mike tyson speaking of mike tyson we're going to hear from mike tyson and don king in the next segment of course mike tyson don king back in the days when they were having problems with hbo spike lee put together a film we'll take the audio from that and we'll listen Back in the days when Mike Tyson and Don King were like all by themselves and, of course, uh, considered themselves martyrs to an extent. You know, Don's crying it up and Don's got a point in some of these things. But, of course, Don is big, basically one of the big, biggest overreactors of all time, so we got to give him his props. Speaking of Don King, uh, I buzzed him twice this week. Tried to buzz him in Florida. Tried to buzz him in Vegas. Couldn't catch him either ways. Um, he's on the road. He's not picking up on the cell. I want to get King on the phone. I mean, I, I, you got to start getting he's 83 years old i mean how long is don king gonna go he's not gonna go until he's 90 95 100 i don't i don't think so put it this way statistically he should not have made it this far i mean the guy i remember he used to he would drink and not excessively but he would drink like whiskey shots of whiskey great great whiskey and he would eat ribs and we'd be eating steaks and things like that until like 1 32 o'clock in the morning right and then he'd go to sleep for two hours and Two and a half, three hours later, when I'd be coming home from the clubs and this and that, Don would be getting up and taking care of business. That's why, you know, Don was like, he would outlast guys. I mean, I think it was Cedric Kushner, who was a narcoleptic to begin with, so I guess it wasn't too tough to outlast Cedric Kushner. But he had Cedric Kushner at a negotiating table, and he just waited until Cedric couldn't take it no more. Same thing with Dan Duva. I think Dan Duva gave up after like a 19-hour session. This is what, 19 hours in a room with Don King. And Don's not stopping. Don's hammering out the best deal he can for his guy, okay? So at the end, I guess after 19 hours, you go, go ahead, Don, do what you want, do what you want. Anyway, back to Klitschko. Klitschko, of course, defending in October, I believe, the 22nd uh, against the uh, undefeated Tyson Fury. Of course, he's the gypsy from Europe that travels around in a mobile home. He's got a chick that's finer than fine. She's like a 12 or a 13. What are you doing living in a mobile home with that guy? Are you nuts? Traveling around Europe, that's where you live? All that money? Tyson Fury's got some money. Tyson Fury's fought, fought some pretty decent fights here in the U.K. and in Europe. So he's made some money. He's going to make big money when he fights Klitschko. Probably about probably about two and a half, three million bucks. When you talk about all the uh, the English TV uh, revenue, when he splits that up and things like that, probably make about three and a half, maybe, maybe four million bucks. Maybe on the top side, four million. On the low side, two and a half million. But that's a lot of money. Okay, of course, Klitschko probably going to make it in the area of 8 to 10 because he's got the, the uh, German television rights and he's got the, the rights, of course, for the former Soviet Union and all the Soviet, Soviet, former Soviet bloc nations. So Klitschko's hot. Not hot here, 
course, nobody knows who he is. That's what uh, one guy told me. He goes, Klitschko, who's that? And there's two of them? Remember that? Remember um, Ross Greenberg, the HBO producer, uh, uh, lame as he was as far as boxing was concerned, but pretty cool when it came to baseball and other sports. Just didn't have it when it came to boxing. That wasn't his forte. It just wasn't. Uh, he was forced upon him. I don't think he ever dug it. Anyway, he said one time that we spent $50 million, quote, we spent $50 million promoting Vladimir Klitschko, the Klitschkos. Of course, he's got his brother Vitaly, Vladimir and Vitaly Klitschko. And, uh, and, and according to Greenberg, nobody knew there were two of them. So the bottom line was they couldn't get the two over, couldn't get the one over. They were, they're white guys. If they came out of Alabama, if they came out of Michigan, if they came out of anywhere in the United States, but if they came out of the, the heartland or something like that, good Lord, man, these guys would be like bigger than Mickey Mantle, Muhammad Ali, Bruce Lee, put them all together. They would. They just happened to have, you know, been born in the Ukraine, based in Germany, and people just somehow, American fight fans have got an aversion to that. I mean, he, they're not the most exciting guys in the world, but like the late Emmanuel Stewart said in his last interview on the show, when I accused Klitschko of not being able to uh, close the show, he started running off the numbers and saying, you know what, he, uh, he's knocked out these last certain runs, he, and he was like on a, a knockout run. So I was wrong, and Emmanuel was right. Of course, him and Tyson Fury, uh, that's going to be a pretty good fight for about two or three rounds. Once he clips Fury, Fury a few times, I think, Fury's going to realize, you know what, this is the real league, the big leagues, and I've been fighting minor leagues up to this point. Who put him down? Was it Steve Cunningham that dropped him and hit him in the head? Listen, these guys, these big guys, these six foot seven lummox types of guys, lummox uh, type of guys, you know, Milton the Monster types, um, they don't take too well to the head. The chin, mm, they do all right because they see the punch coming. If you see a punch coming, you can take it, okay? But for the most part, when they get hit in the head, David Price got knocked out, giving hit in the head. Tyson Fury got knocked down. You hit these guys in the head. Don't have to aim at their chin. Just aim at their head. And for some reason, their equilibrium goes crazy, and they can't handle it, and they go down like a tree. And, of course, Tyson Fury was lucky to get up and win that fight. But against Vladimir Klitschko, if he goes down, he's probably not getting up. So that sets up the big fight. Vladimir Klitschko and Deontay Wilder. And after that, Vladimir Klitschko retires. It hands the World Heavyweight Championship over to the undefeated Anthony Joshua, 2012 Olympic gold medalist, of course, out of the U.K. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check it. 36 and a half minutes past the hour. Up next, Spike Lee, a Spike Lee joint, does Don King and Mike Tyson on Sports Pilot. Experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free, just like they did for these Web.com customers. We've used and and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than Web.com. Web.com can have your website built for free and up and running in as little as seven days. Plus, promote your site on all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, and Bing. If you're in business today and you don't have a web presence, you won't be taken seriously. Call now to get your website built for free. If after 30 days you're happy with your new website, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for just one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. Call 855-254-SITE. 855-254-SITE. 855-254-7483 or go to web.com slash radio. 
There is no upfront charge for building the website, after which the ongoing fee applies. Rights to the website are relinquished upon cancellation unless otherwise purchased. Hi, Rick Tittle here. You may know me as the sports talk host. I can talk about all sports, football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, rollerball. But this time I'm here to talk about pain. If you have pain in your knee or your back like I do, then you should know about the Health Alert Hotline. If Medicare is your primary insurance, then you could qualify for a back or knee brace at little or no charge. I have an old injury from my football playing days. And anything that can help take that pain away and make it more manageable, that has my attention. I love the free delivery, and they take care of the paperwork for you. So if you have Medicare and need help for back, ankle, knee, or shoulder pain, please call the Health Alert Hotline at 800-428-1570. That's 800-428-1570. Agents are standing by 24-7, so go ahead and call now, 800-428-1570. Protective Insurance Specialist is a referral service that connects you to a licensed agent. Availability, waiting periods, and limitations vary by state. Not major medical. Certain plans require association membership. After my husband passed away, we couldn't pay the mortgage, make car payments, or pay bills. Sometimes even having enough food was a problem. All of a sudden, our financial security, gone. You've made plans for the future. College for the kids. Retirement. Have you thought of the unexpected curves life can throw at you? Ask yourself, what if... Wait till something happens to your family, or make sure you're ready with coverage by calling Protectum Insurance Specialists. Get term life insurance, accident insurance, critical illness insurance, all in one. Just minutes on the phone. No medical exams, no health questions, and guaranteed acceptance. It's coverage you don't get from your health insurance. Call for a free quote, 800-473-0563. Get cash fast directly to you when you need it, and use it for whatever you want. Call toll-free, 800-473-0563. 800-473-0563. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Bring you back live to the convention center in Atlantic City, New Jersey, as HBO Sports presents the main event. Former heavyweight champion Mike Tyson takes on top contender Alex Stewart. The fight is scheduled for 10 rounds. So now, with aspirations of fighting the winner of Holyfield and Foreman, Mike Tyson again takes center stage in this ancient facility. The night before a sellout crowd, Tyson faces a potentially tough test on his comeback trail. There may be no title on the line, but Mike Tyson provides an electric jolt to a fight crowd. A unique one. There's nothing quite like the feeling at ringside as you await the opening bell of a Mike Tyson heavyweight fight. And as I mentioned to you earlier in the broadcast, we at HBO Sports have covered Mike Tyson for the past four years, bringing you every one of his fights since before he won the heavyweight championship. We believe we have profiled him and reported on him in virtually every way, shape, and form possible through a relationship which has not always been completely completely friendly. In fact, we're in the middle of a period right now in which things are not all peaches and cream between our longtime colleague Mike Tyson and those of us at HBO. So with an eye toward that, we decided to look for fresh eyes and ears. 
an independent perspective on Tyson as we get ready for this look at him. And we have acquired the services of America's most provocative filmmaker, award-winning Spike Lee, who came to Atlantic City and went to Brooklyn also with a 35-millimeter film camera to produce a profile of Mike Tyson for us. Spike, thanks very much for doing this. Welcome to our broadcast. Glad what was here. your perspective and your intention as you began this project for us? Well, what we wanted to do was just record what Mike and Don had to say. I felt that they would be very comfortable with us knowing me that they would let their defenses down because a lot of times you have to be careful what the media's or how the media's can betray them and we just want to document that up and we just let we just rolled the camera that's what we did we shot in 35 millimeter black and white and we approached it as if we were making a film you have said publicly that you regard yourself as a friend and a fan of mike tyson's right is this journalism or advocacy it's both i'm not gonna lie uh, i think that mike and don have got pummeled in the press a lot and if i could help them you know the not really change their image. I think that there are a lot of people who look at this piece and still not like them, but uh, I think that they have to make up their own minds. We're going to talk to Spike again after you have seen what you're about to see. But we want to make this clear that this was Spike's baby. We interfered in no way, shape, or form after we gave Spike the chance to bring a 35-millimeter camera here and to Brooklyn for this profile of Mike Tyson. I'm not afraid of anything. I'm not afraid of anything. There's nothing that I'm afraid of, you know what I mean? And that's why I'm the individual that I am. You know what I mean? I used to walk it like I talk it. Um, from where I came from, I'm not supposed to even have made it. I'm not supposed, supposed to even to be, be living. Uh, my name is Victor Nelson. So what's up? I ain't nothing. Uh, well, I live right here in um, 178, and I knew Mike for about um, 12 years. And grew up together. And, you what know, name is this? This is Brownsville, Amboy. Yeah, he had a knockout punch all ever since he was young. You ever see him knock some money out on the street? Yeah, he's having knock people out for me. Yeah? Yeah. But now he's getting paid to knock people out. That's good for him. I like that. Hey, my brother. Let's <laughs> do the right thing. That's all he has. How's Mike? How's Mike look? Mike looks excellent. He's in good shape. Good for my mind. If you don't stand for something, you don't stand on live for nothing. He's ready, right? He's been ready. Ready shot. He knocked out three spots, bonds. All in one day. Couldn't hurt now. Oh, man. It changed him like, you know, board in and out like a slot machine. What Joe Lewis said, you can run, but you can't hide. So all we got to do is bring the, bring the prophecy to those words to reality. Ali got me into boxing. I was in Sparfit, like, um, that's a juvenile place in the Bronx. And Ali came, and when I saw him, I said, I want to be champ of the world. I want to be just like him. Everyone can't be um, Michael Jordan, uh, a world heavyweight champion, all that, or else, you know what I mean, a brain surgeon, which probably I could be, though. But, you know, <laughs> be a brain surgeon. I could spike, man. Every ethnic group takes pride in their heroes. We have no heroes. Our heroes die. White heroes never die. They live infinitely. You know, the John Waynes and the different things, but Marvin Gaye, one of the superheroes of our time, you don't hear about him, but Elvis Presley has earned more money in death than most niggas can earn in life. Mike Tyson is our hero. He's our knight in shining armor. When he strikes a blow, he strikes a blow for all those who are, uh, are, are, are discriminated against, all those who are segregated against, all those who are the downtrodden, the underprivileged, and denied. He fights like a gladiator, like our white brothers can appreciate. This guy comes to fight. He comes naked with his shoes on. He's a gladiator. He signifies what he's about. 
And I don't blame Holyfield and Buster Douglas for hating them because I was taught to hate Don King when I was in the business. Everything, everything's totally against us. We're two black guys from the ghetto and we're hustling and they don't like what we're saying, you know what I mean? It's not, we're not like prejudiced anti-white, we're just pro-black. I love white people. I love them like they love me. Here you have a young man named Mike Tyson who has been a very credible a champion, a credible challenger, and now is waiting his turn again. What they're trying to do is to get a groundswell of public opinion to avert and circumvent ever fighting Mike Tyson. They want him, number one, to either defect from me, because he's, he's being represented by a black man, or number two, they want him to get frustrated and exas exasperated so that he will self-destruct. They always change the rules when black folks come into success. Black success is unacceptable. They say, oh, things are getting so much better for you. In 1849, it was hitting blacks on the head 100 times a day. In 1990, they hit them 48 times a day. Isn't it better? Oh, it's got to be better. You're, you're, you're saved 52 blows. You got to understand that white America has an uncanny way of making the victim the victimizer. Excuse me, master, for putting my head in the way of your club. Not that your club is brutalizing my head and putting hickeys on it. My head got in the way of your free swing and broke your shiny stick, and I want to apologize for that. Wait, 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 cut this a minute. The way people um, portray me in the press, those guys, if they had the nerve, they'd be just like me. They're a superstar, and regardless of their fields, they want to be able to say, you know what I mean? The white man's kicking my ass, you know what I mean? But they don't got the guts, you know what I mean? The reason they don't got the guts is because their minds have been suppressed. You know what I mean? Like most fighters in general, when you think about the issue, they're whores to the system. They don't know. They have no concept of what's going on in the business. The only thing they know is put on gloves. Most fighters wind up going to wind up broken, and that's something that's going to continue to happen as long as the game is here because boxing is the only sport that's unorganized. You know what I mean? You don't have to be a college professor, you know what I mean? Guys, lawyers... You know what I mean? Get out of there for they retire from their field, the law field, and come into boxing because they feel that's the easy way they can make a dollar because they can pimp the fighters. Just speak up, Mike. We hear you. Talking. <laughs> we're going to play this game called basketball today, okay? Right. Most of you are not a player better than me, so we're going to try to do something. What you want to jump on your money, mommy? Jump no more. I know you would do it. You would do it. What you want to do? What you want me to do? What you want me to do? together works. Well, you and I together, undeniably, the combination is unbeatable. I love it when Jews love the Jews. I think that's noble. Italians love Italians, when Irish love Irish. But when a nigga loves a nigga, it's an unpardonable sin. We can't be white. You're a nigga till you die. If you're a poor nigga, you're a poor nigga. If you're a rich nigga, you're a rich nigga. But you never stop being a nigga. And if you get to be educated, you're just an educated nigga. You understand? Depravity, poverty, ignorance, lecherousness, lewdness, evil. Everything that was negative and unholy was attributed to the black people. And everything that was holy and glorified was attributed to the white people. The money, the wealth, the power. And with the blacks, is the powerlessness that we have to be able to deal with against the power. You got to understand that negative associations coupled with blackness is 
what make these things happen. It's been a condition of racism since this country was founded 400 years ago. Because working together worked. <laughs> Go ahead. When I refuse, you know what I mean, to be like the rest of the brothers, you know what I mean, they evaluate their success by how far they can get away from the other niggas. They say, well, ooh, I live in Beverly Hills, a number of white people around my neighborhood, so I know I'm successful. You know what I mean? That's, that's cool, you know what I mean? If you want the ego, you want that on your address, you know, this is where I live, and you tell them to go back. But go back to the neighborhood and tell the brothers, this is where I live at, man, come see me. You know what I mean? Don't just say, well, this is where I want to be, and this is where I'm staying. stay, I want to stay away, I want to meet the friends around the neighborhood. You know what I mean? Because that's not reality. That's not reality at all. And reality, you know, means a lot to me, because I live it. I know who I am, and I know what I represent. I'm happy with myself, you know what I mean? I'm happy with who I am. A provocative climax to a provocative look at Mike Tyson. HBO Sports prepares for the main event. Coming up, Mike Tyson's second assignment in the post-Tokyo era of his career against Alex Stewart, a man whose only professional loss was to the man who now holds the heavyweight championship, Evander Holyfield. And we bring you back live once again to ringside. I'm still joined by Spike Lee, and Spike, it was a fascinating piece. Now let me play devil's advocate with you right. on behalf of any of our, view our viewers who might be a little bit confused. Mike Tyson and Don King have achieved identity, money, fame, power, status, most of the things that we think of ourselves as striving for in this commercial society. Why are they so angry? Well, they think that they're getting the raw deal, that they haven't been betrayed... Uh correctly or truthfully in the press and I have to agree with them. I think that anytime if you're when you're African-American in this country and you and achieve any level of success people just come after you I mean I know I'm I mean they're beating my they're beating them on me now I mean they're, they're killing David Dinkins in New York since he's become mayor it's just it just happens I mean we realize this we realize why it happens so for me it just rolls off my back but I think that they've gotten a bum deal, Mike and Don. Don King says that there are no black heroes in this nation. At the risk of sounding a little bit tokenist, aren't people like Michael Jordan and Bill Cosby and, to a large extent, Spike Lee, treated as heroes by this society? Well, I don't know if we'd be treated as heroes. I think that was a little exaggeration on his part. But when you go into history books, I mean, we can't even get Martin Luther King's birthday, you know, in Arizona. So, I mean, that's a disgrace. So that's what he's talking about. I'm glad the commission NFL took the, took the Super Bowl out of Phoenix. What does Mike Tyson mean, above and beyond any other American boxer, to kids in the ghettos, in the inner city? Well, I think that for any ethnic group, any time that when you're on the bottom rung of the ladder and one of your own is able to squeeze out that little hole, it gives you hope. And I think that uh, that's what Mike Tyson has done with this. I, but I think the problem is that people get lulled in the sleep. They think that because black Americans, because African Americans have Bill Cosby, Oprah Winfrey, Eddie, Eddie Murphy, we go on and on, that means everything's okay. Because, because we have Prince and Michael Jackson, that everything's all right for black America. But those are a couple of people. There's 30 million African Americans in the country, most of us, and most of us are catching hell. So we can't look at the one and two success stories, people being able to, to sneak through the cracks. Many thanks, and welcome to HBO. Thank you, Jim. Larry Merchant, what do you think of that? Boxing has seen snake oil salesmen of every size and shape and stripe and color, all with one consuming passion in life, to capture and then to keep money-making fighters. 
what Spike Lee showed us in part is that Don King does it by wrapping himself in the emotional flags of race and racial injustice. He has been pummeled, it should be pointed out, by black fighters like Larry Holmes and Buster Douglas and Tim Witherspoon, whom he promoted. Spike Lee also separated for us the Mike Tyson of past and the Mike Tyson of the present as a public figure. Mike Tyson used to be this troubled youngster who was saved from the streets and then nurtured and developed into a champion. Now Mike Tyson wants to tell us that you can get out of the kid can get out of the ghetto, but you can't get the ghetto out of the kid. And that's how he's going to recapture the heavyweight championship. And he just might do it. Finally, Spike Lee showed us that Mike Tyson throws as many bricks on the basketball court as he does in the ring. Here's a look at the man he's going to be throwing those bricks at tonight, Alex Stewart. When you struggle with credit card bills every month, you're not just in debt. Debt is all around you. I see people every day that are on the brink. They're going to go over the edge, and at the bottom is bankruptcy, and we pull them back. At the Debt Helpline, we're experts at helping you resolve your debt problems and become free of debt. We can help you pay off your debt and give you one lower monthly payment that you can afford. You do get to consolidate your payments. You only have to worry about making one payment a month instead of making three or four or five. If you have $5,000, $10,000 or more in credit card bills, call the Debt Helpline now for a free confidential debt analysis. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free confidential debt review. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Today, more than ever, Americans need a means to protect their life savings. With a troubled economy and government spending out of control, they've been forced to promote loose money policies, which decreases the value of the dollar and promotes inflation. Birch Gold Group can help you protect your savings by rolling over all or a portion of your IRA or 401k into an IRA backed by physical gold. Take advantage of the best gold prices in years and enjoy the long-term hedge against inflation that gold provides by moving into a gold IRA from Birch Gold Group, the precious metal IRA specialists. Call Birch Gold Group today for a free consultation on how a tax-free rollover to a gold IRA can offer stability, protection, and the peace of mind that your life savings, which you've worked so hard to build, is safe. Call 888-221-0010 and receive Birch Gold's free information kit, which offers the best-kept secrets for safeguarding your savings with gold. Call 888-221-0010. That's 888-221-0010. Are you struggling with addiction or alcohol problems? If you're depressed, drinking, and using drugs, you may need help, and your insurance may offer coverage. I knew I could get myself out of this. I just needed some hope and some help. I took the first step to recovery when I made the call. Call the Addiction Hope and Helpline now for a free assessment with someone who cares. Call 800-521-3214. 800-521-3214. 
I feel like I'm losing control. I'm afraid I'll lose my job or even my family. Call now for hope and help with proven, gentle recovery programs. I never thought that I could be somebody who didn't drink and use drugs. I'm in recovery, getting the help I need. Call the Addiction Hope and Helpline now for a free assessment with someone who cares. Call 800-521-3214. 800-521-3214. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Listen to my boys harmonize here. This is the mighty Tower of Power. 47 years in the making. Of course, they are available at TowerPower.com. Pedro's got his own section area. Go to the message board, uh, the message group, whatever they call it. And uh, it's Pedro's Song of the Month. TowerPower.com. You are tuned to the longest running fight show in history, history, Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Unbeaten, world-rated heavyweight Andy Ruiz, of course, junior American, 25-0. and 17 KOs, Mexican-American lad. A one-sided unanimous nod over a, another late sub. He keeps fighting late subs. You know, when these guys fight late subs, they have no chance. They have the chance of Scott Cuddy. No chance at all myself. Still no chance at all. You knew Joel Godfrey came in at 17 and 14. Unsurprisingly, he left at 17 and 15 after a 10-round decision. But I got a, an 8-round decision, 80 to 72 across the board. But I got to say this. Ruiz needs to be tested. I mean, he really does. 25-0 and 0 now, 17 kilos. They're whacking the weight off him. They're trying to bring him down. He was a fat guy. He sort of looked like he needed to uh, lose like 100 pounds at one point in time. And now he's getting trimmer. I don't think he'll ever be like trim like Mike Tyson was, but he's a pretty good fighter. We'll look for him in the future. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looks at the world of boxing, MMA. Don't forget, coming up on many of these same Sports Byline affiliates and live on Sports Byline.com, Sports Byline.com and iHeartRadio.com slash talk. You listen to hour number two, which is Ring Talk Live Worldwide featuring MMA, the world of combat sports, mixed martial arts. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide, the boxing edition. We thank you so much for tuning in. <laughs> 